ثلاثه Welcome to Double Jump. This is episode four, am I right? No, it's episode five. It's episode five. So on our official feed, what number is it? Five. You sure? Because I'm not sure myself. No, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to double check. Here, one second. Yeah, this is episode four. This is numbered episode what? number four. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we screwed it up last time, if you remember. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's episode four. Okay, welcome to episode four of Double Jump. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm your host, Yakub, and joining me today, uh, Patrick. Yep, what's up? And Bishu. Hello, hello. How are you guys? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. It's, it's been a while since uh, we recorded one of these. Yeah, well, I mean, we had a week off last week, so that delayed things a bit. We had weeks off. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, I, I feel like we would we would have recorded last week if we didn't have a vacation. I was, yeah, I was in Dubai with the, with family, so um, yeah, I, I, if I was if I was in Kuwait, would have recorded. Uh, but yeah, um, we're back. Um, how are you guys doing? Uh, pretty good. Playing games, working, chilling, the usual. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so we're going to be talking about some of the latest games that we've been playing, um, and then we're going to move on to some of the important news that, well, news we think is important to us at least, yeah. and um, yeah. I think it's going to be a good discussion episode, uh, especially uh, after the you know after Sony revealing their uh, PlayStation 4 Pro. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, we could start now with whatever we've been playing recently. So, uh, Patrick, what mm. have you been playing? All right. So I've been trying to clear up my backlog. So I haven't really been playing anything super recent. But mm. I mean, I, I had to get through Batman Arkham Knight. Oh yeah, um, I've seen you being. Yeah, you've been playing this game recently. And what is it? Has been like a year and a half now since it launched, or a year and? Is it? A, it's it's been a year and a bit. Yeah, a year and a bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, and I mean, I you saw my tweets. So basically, it's like I enjoyed the game in in small doses, but it I, I like it got kind of boring near the end for me. Um, I used to really enjoy the combat in the Batman games, but I felt like because there was so much combat involved in in this specific one, it just got too repetitive. Right. And there were too many activities, way too many things to do, like the Riddler puzzles, uh, Two Face, the Penguin, the like, um, the all the different challenges you had. Like I felt like it was uh, suffering from like the Assassin's Creed syndrome. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's just too, way too much. Like they tried to put too much in the world, and I felt like it was too like oversaturating basically. I think it's justified um, since they increased the scope, I mean the the size of the the map because if you remember have you have you played Arkham City? 
Yeah, yeah, of course. I uh, mean, I like compared to Arkham games. City, this 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 uh, this version of Arkham is uh, or uh, is, is a bit, you know, it's it's huge since they had to include the Batmobile. And yeah, but but I feel but I feel like if they designed the world more intelligently, they could have spaced out the activities. So, I mean, you don't need a ton of activities to fill a huge world. You need um, like uh, high quality kind of activities to fill out the world like for instance the witcher 3 the witcher 3 like it's it's not like i like the witcher 3 but i don't i don't think it's as amazing as as other people think but one of the things i liked about witcher 3 was the fact that it it had a lot of things to do but it didn't feel overwhelming you I know see. what i mean like you had you had like the witcher contracts you had the side quests and the main quests and gwent and the the world was designed in such a way where it didn't feel like you were doing the same things over and over again. Whereas in Batman, especially with the Riddler, for instance, it's like every two or three steps, it's like, oh, hey, look, there's a question mark over there. You know, like, oh, uh, you know, you, you're you're doing a quest, and then all of a sudden you're you're interrupted because there's like a Riddler uh, trophy and. I mean, some people will will say, you know, like you just ignore it if it's bothering you. But I mean, the way I play games, it's I have like these OCD tendencies, and it, I find it really difficult to <laughs> yeah. to ignore to ignore like uh, trophies like, or loot that I come across. You like know? Especially like, the Riddler stuff, it. yeah. Especially the Riddler the Riddler stuff is it's not as good as I mean, to me, it was never never good. Uh, even in the older games. Um, Every once in a while, when I stumble upon one of the Riddler stuff, and it happens to be on my way to, you know, doing an objective, it was some. If it was something like straightforward, I'd do it and then just move on. But I never actually like collected all of them. I, I know friends who actually did that. Um, that's, but that's insane to me. They're, they're crazy. <laughs> I mean, given that, but yeah. but yeah, um, you don't need to do the Riddler stuff if that's really bothering you. I think you should at least try to do some of like. Maybe a few missions I each did, out of the I, other I mean, stuff, because because you know you get to you get to meet other uh, villains in, in the Batman universe uh, that yeah, way. Yeah, I mean, like uh, if you remember the other day, I asked you if it was worth uh, doing the side quest to do the to get the extra ending. Yeah, and I, I had asked you that because I had actually completed a bunch. Like I've uh, I completed like a hundred percent completed. Uh, I think five of them. Yeah, um, and I was and I was nearly done with the the two faced bank heist things and yep. um, penguin, and uh, and then but I was just like, I just wasn't feeling it anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think um, I think the other had, like the pen, the penguin and the two faced ones are actually short, so that's yeah. that's something. But I think yeah. the one that is really not worth you know your time, uh, so that you can just you know move on to whatever other game you're you're, you're playing next. It's just the 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 Riddler ones. Just ignore. Yeah. I mean, uh, I already yeah. deleted the game off my PS4. So yeah. Or, oh, you you did you beat it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, oh, I okay, okay. When, when I when I asked you if it was worth getting that extra ending, I was. Oh, you've already the seen the ending. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Fair I, enough. I, I really. This is the thing, like. I really like the storyline. Like, I like the the twist. I like the Arkham Knight, and I like uh, like Scarecrow. Like, he was an okay villain, but um, the twists in in the narrative were cool. But but because the game was so huge, it felt so disconnected. Like, it, like it, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it felt like it kind of dragged on, even though it didn't. 
mm-hmm. but because like you were saying Arkham is so huge and stuff and I think it's just the, the, the way like if, so if they want to balance it yeah if they want to balance it like okay we have a huge map how do we make it feel not so empty you know and okay let's yeah. let's let's populate it with uh, with objectives with and stuff. Yeah. yeah but I mean it, it really does remind me of, of uh, well maybe that's an exaggeration but like Assassin's Creed unity was like the peak of Ubisoft trying to just stuff their world with activities that like were nonsense. Like the, the yeah. quality of the side quests were was was pretty low in in uh, Unity. And I'm not saying Arkham Knight is like Unity. It's not like it's it's a way better game. But I mean, when I was playing Unity, I, I felt the same. I felt I felt similar to how I felt when I was playing Arkham Knight. Like it it was just like. Like oh, there is another side quest. Oh, there is another content quest. for the sake of content. So it's like there's, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. no logic or maybe no need for for uh, for all that stuff, uh, all these yeah. activities and, in the world. And and I think they relied too heavily on on the combat to the point where the combat was really cool in in uh, Asylum and in Arkham City, but like in Arkham Knight it was cool, but then there was so much combat that like. It just became tiring, you know. Like I, I just I stopped. Like I, at the beginning of the game, I was being stealthy, you know. I was being Batman. Like I was, you know, sneaking up behind enemies and taking them out one by one. But by the end of it, I just did not care. I was just yeah. randomly attacking groups of enemies, and you know, taking them out as quickly as I could. You know. I, yeah. By that time, you were ready to be done with the game. So yeah. 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 But um, yeah, I mean, it, it was an okay game. I was harsh. I, I do admit I was kind of harsh on it, like on Twitter. But I mean, I was just getting tired of it, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, to me, like this, this is, I think neck and neck with uh, Arkham Asylum. Um. Even though they're like polar opposites, because Arkham Asylum was more linear and 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 uh, you know more corridor based compared to yeah, like Asyl- the openness Asylum of Asylum for me was. And maybe Asylum, yeah. like if, if Asylum would get the the first place ranking in between those Arkham games, it would be mainly because of the of the like the mood of the game. It, it just feels very screwed up since you're in a you're in a you know um, um, uh, um, uh, like a fugitive asylum, asylum. And, and and it yeah. felt really really nice to. Uh, I mean, to, for me, for me, Asylum explore it. was designed was designed in such a way that it was such a tight package like it had for me personally at least like it was a near perfect game except for like the the final boss but i mean the the environment the ex- the exploration the way the game was paced was i think uh done so in a in a amazing way um, and it and it had some like Metroidvania uh, elements to it, which I appreciated. Yep. Um, but mm. yeah, like to me, like that's that's the kind of game like that I that I like from from like the Batman games. Like I thought the way the way it was presented, and like I think also because at the time it was the first Batman game, and I felt like it caught everyone by surprise. Yeah. But but I, yeah, I just remember, like you were saying, like the atmosphere of of the game was was spot on. Like it was it was great. But I think like Arkham Knight excels in in refining the the, the mechanics that were like established very well in the Arkham series. You know, because like combat yeah. felt really nice. The Batmobile felt really cool. Um, yeah, I mean the, the, the abilities, the skill trees. Yeah, I I, I but, was a fan of that. 
Yeah, I, like when I when I started play, playing around with the Batmobile, I I was like, what what is everyone on? Like, it's a ton of fun to drive around. Like the handling was cool. Like it felt like you're driving. Like, the they Batmobile. should make a burnout game. Like it feels really <laughs> nice to drive. Uh, seriously, yeah. I mean, especially when you're like you drive cor around a corner and then you just you know crash into a side of a wall and you, and and you just you know barge right through that wall. It, it felt so nice and something that you would actually see in the movies and, and you know you know the Batmobile. Should be like this you know yeah and it felt badass like i had someone tell me on twitter that um like you'll just get tired of all the different um the puzzles uh, like the 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 batmobile segments you know, yeah like the driving around the tank stuff. mode and stuff like that i, I love that yeah. uh yeah i i enjoyed it a lot um so i don't know like uh, like uh, the batmobile was one of my favorite parts yeah, the game is really cheap these days. I mean, I think it's on Xbox Live right now for maybe, I think maybe ten bucks or something. It's it, it, yeah. like re recently the the price the price really dipped for the game and uh, yeah, look out for deals if you're interested in playing Arkham Knight. Uh, I think it's yeah. a I think it's a I think it's a solid game. May, if not the best, the second best. And that would maybe go like as I said, neck and neck and neck with uh, with uh, Arkham Asylum. But yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool that you caught up with that. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, let's let, take like two minutes. I just need to do something real quick. Sure, uh, right. Bishu, Can what have you been just... uh, playing? Uh, I have been uh, playing, uh, starting to play again Destiny. Um, uh... What what it's called the last the last expansion, um, the, uh, uh, Iron um, blah, blah. Rise of Iron I think right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know the name because uh, the main reason I came back to the game not because the new expansion it's because I want to play like again with my uh, with your friends like, or um, with uh, yeah, with, with your friends, brother in law uh, I think yeah yeah the the feel of MMO shooting game. Um, I, I really miss the feel of shooting the guns of Destiny. Yeah, um, the it's, it's, the gun the gunplay is really it's, it still solid. holds up. It still holds up. It's, I think. It, I I think it's one of the most solid feel for uh, non-realistic guns. Yeah. For me, even more than Halo. For me, that's my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I I, 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 I agree. I mean, it's it's one of the best shooting games, like. And, and uh, like the controls feel really nice. The the guns are really cool to to shoot as yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, the the styles they you they choose for this game for the guns it's very cool and like it's <laughs> yeah yeah it's 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 attractive. <laughs> uh, yeah, attractive in a big way. Uh, by uh, the the thing that make me come come back to Destiny, but that is that uh, I was like looking for like a new multiplayer co-op games or even like uh, versus games, and I tried like the Battlefield One the beta demo. Yeah, I tried and, that too. Uh, yeah, and other games, and I was like. Okay, it's good. They're not bad games, but you know, it's not the feel I want. With it's the not game. satisfying. The shooting is not that satisfying yeah, for you. You're looking for a specific. For me. Yeah, you're looking for a very specific yeah. kind of shooter. Uh, yeah, I understand. Yeah. Not every shooter speaks to uh, everyone. Yeah, and suddenly while while seeing my brother-in-law playing the game again, 
he's like he's still playing the game so i i was like wow this sounds so cool uh i know the enemies he's choosing the the game didn't change that much from like one and a half years ago um so uh, uh i was looking at him playing i said okay i'm 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 ready to come back uh, so what can i do uh i checked the store on the psn and i saw that it's i can get the full game with all the expansions and uh, even the the coming one which is released today yeah uh, for only uh, $60 yeah they had they had, they, they had the collection yeah yeah i didn't because i didn't buy any of the expansions or taken king expansion or anything so i got all of them for 60 bucks um I think that's this is a very cool ga- uh, price for what for someone who didn't buy Destiny yet. Yep. Yeah, we got so many like quests, but still, uh, after playing, I'm having a really good time playing it. But still, there's not so many different places you will visit. It's uh, it's like same but little different. I think it's just they they added they open up areas that. Um... In, yeah, in yeah, places that already oh, exist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, sometimes I played today. I played the mission that uh, uh, takes in, a, in, a, in an old place, but you're going backwards. Oh, okay. Was it something <laughs> in old Russia? Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, did you start? I, I'm not did sure. you start? Did you I'm start with sure. the the new expansion content, or are you still on? Uh, yeah, uh, I'm like the playing mixed mix missions because you know I didn't play any of the missions or anything I see on my way. I can do it. I do it. Yeah. So okay. So you're not I doing it in any specific order. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm like with my brother-in-law. Oh, can we do this? Yes. Okay. Let's do it. You know. Yeah. Because the game, as I found it the first time I played this game, it doesn't, it doesn't do a good job telling you a story. Mm. Um, so. The main focus for this game for me is like having fun playing, uh, shooting at uh, aliens and enemies, and loot uh, for new gear. I that's, think I think they, the game for me. I think they improved the storytelling a bit uh, more with the last expansion. Um, yeah, for now I'm, I'm started like seeing. Yeah, go ahead. Oh. So, yeah, uh, I start uh, seeing like uh, new CGs for the 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 new expansion okay and it's uh, i found out that they're like a little bit long and there are like you mean the cutscenes yeah the cutscenes between yeah. uh, before and yeah and after the mission and mm-hmm. uh, they're trying like to say more of the story and i get oh wow they're they're okay they're trying to do something but i hope to see more stuff uh at the end of the expansion yeah i will, I will see about that yeah. Yeah, I was, I was talking to Bisho before we recorded the podcast about that, and I was telling him how last year when The Taken King came, came out, like, I hadn't played Vanilla Destiny for a long time. Like, I hadn't even beaten it. I, I was, because I was one of those uh, people that was uh, disappointed by the by the launch of the game. But when I got Taken King, I I played it a lot. I played it a lot with you, and I played it a lot with uh, our friend in, in the States. And uh, it was... A lot of fun like you know um they, they had improved so much of the game and they they had actually tried to improve the storytelling and narrative of the game and 
yeah, it wasn't amazing, but it was still something, you know, and and which and and like the reason one of the the the, the, the launch disappointed me so much at the time was because Destiny as like as a product as as like the presentation and and the artwork and all the designs in the game are are it's it's so cool to look at you know like they they did such a great job with the artwork that it i mean it's a shame that at the time like the game looked so good but it was so shallow you know like it it lacked so much depth and depth and it just was it was fun to play in like very short bursts but when mm -hmm. taken king came out they had fixed so many issues of the, of, that I had with the game that I played it nearly every day for like two or three months. But then once I was done with all the content that they had and I wasn't interested with events they were they were doing in the game, I I I haven't touched it since. Like it's been I don't know how long has it been since Taken King come out? Like a year. I um, has it been a year? I think it's been. Yeah, yeah, I think because last year, like, it was like Destiny 2.0 or whatever it was, like September. Oh, wow. So I think it's been a year. Yeah, yeah. A year just flew by? Yep. <laughs> Jakub's having, like, a, a moment right now. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Wow. Okay. It's been, it's been that long. Um, I guess, like, okay, basically the game has... Like it had Street Fighter Five syndrome, where like it launched very, like for me, I got burnt out the first, like let's say, a couple of months of the game, and then after that, I had like Street Fighter or Destiny, both games. <laughs> 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 but yeah, uh, if it, it feels like okay, now is a good time to go back if you missed a lot of the that content, since you pretty much have like let's say two mini campaigns to like beat. If you don't consider the small the small expansions like worth worthwhile, but yeah, I mean, it seems like it's a good time to get back into Destiny and maybe catch up with the oh, with the community. I, I can't stuff. imagine if 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 I was a brand new player and I hadn't played Destiny yet, like Bisho, I feel like now's a perfect time to to get into it because there's. I mean, there's so much content, and they fixed so many of the issues that I had with the game. Um, but in one condition, for me, yeah. it's, there's a condition. Yeah, you have someone with, with someone you know to play yeah, with. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, was, it was the same. It was even the same for me when when I got into it last year. Yeah, it's really make a difference uh, experiencing this game with others, uh, you, with other players you know. Because yeah. it's playing with strangers it doesn't make a difference if you stranger I or AI. Yeah, I, I didn't make it. I didn't even try to play with strangers back then. There's only a few times that I played with strangers, and um, I, I'm not going to remember the name of of the location, but it was a location in the uh, spaceship of the Taken King. There was like a, mm -hmm. a side quest where there were, it was basically a, a bunch of challenges, like in this mm -hmm. one area, and um, and if you beat the challenge, you get like. Um, I forgot it was if it was a key or or you'd get like a key or or and some rare loot. I, I've completely mm -hmm. forgotten. Like I haven't. Yeah, I, I know the place. Yeah. yeah. So um, that's the only place I ever played with strangers and where it felt like I was playing with someone and not playing with like an AI. You know, like we mm -hmm. we would we would try to play uh, well together. You know, like um, I I never I never voice chat with strangers, so it's not like mm -hmm. we had a way to communicate, but. Um, 
we you, you because you know the challenges you know what you have to do so it was obvious like when you play with someone who has experience it's like okay that guy is going after that enemy i'll go on this side and get rid of this enemy and then it's yeah. like oh he's dying let me go back and revive him like there was teamwork but like that was the only location in destiny where where i experienced that outside of that yeah like i had to play with someone i know mm-hmm. yeah i mean the only Same reason to, uh, street fighter yeah the only reason yeah. that would, that would make me like check out the game again personally is if I wanted to, like, I miss the gameplay, so, like, and I don't care about the, the, the single-player stuff right now, or, I mean, the the, the, the camp, like, the main PvE aspect of the game yeah. at the moment. So, yeah. if I wanted to go back and play, I would just play PvP. I mean, that's that has been, like, my maybe, approach uh, to the game after, like, yeah. leaving it for a long time. Yeah. Like, I miss the gameplay. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to I'll definitely be getting the the new expansion, but I'll, I'll be waiting until there's like a drought in games because right now there's so many interesting stuff coming out and I mean I feel like December or January there's going to be a, a drought so I'll wait. Oh man, January January definitely not. <laughs> like I can name maybe well, four games that I want to January. <laughs> What, it's, what it's, games do what, what games do you want in January? Okay, so we have Yakuza Zero, which is getting localized uh, out in January. We have um, wait, I need to look at my release schedule. <laughs> but yeah, I think I had like four games that I wanted in January, three or four games, something like that. But yeah, I mean, drought droughts droughts are really getting tough to come by now. I mean, everyone's releasing games all year round. It's not like it used to be before. Like in Jan- uh, like whenever June comes, uh, nothing you pl- you get nothing basically until August or late August. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> everyone's yeah. releasing games left and right, and then you have the annex you have to prepare for. Ha 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 ha! We're living in a tough time. Yeah, so tough. Oh, yeah. Lots of games. Yeah. So tough. <laughs> Well, hold on. I have I have a, a, a bunch of uh, names of games that are coming out in January. So there's Kingdom Hearts 2.8. Don't care about it. Nah. Resident Evil, Resident yeah, Evil 7. That. I forgot, how did I forget yeah, that? You, yeah, Whoa. you'll care about that. Not yep. me. Yeah. Uh, Yakuza 0. Yep. Disgaea 2. Uh, nah. Sniper Ghost Warrior 3. Nah. And that's that's January, February. Maybe maybe busy. maybe like two more like indie games or something. Uh, yeah, I yeah, know. maybe. Yeah. But but February is going to be busy. February there's Neo. Neo, the, yeah, the, yeah. There's going to be For Honor, which I'm interested in. It's I'm also interested in it. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, there's Persona Five. Like that's going to take over everything. Yeah. Um, holy crap! February is oh my incredible. God. February, there's also the Berserk. Uh, yeah, Berserk. Uh, yeah, I'm getting. I'm, I'm checking that out. There's oh. the there's the new and uh, near. Uh, you know. Oh, Nine Automata. Yeah. 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 And on top of that, there's Horizon Zero Dawn. That's like February. Isn't that like three hundred, four hundred dollars just? Right there, you just you just named. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 all of that, I, we didn't mention the NX yet. Yeah, yeah, March, yeah. March, man. Oh. Is is Mass Effect yeah. coming out in March? They they don't have a date. Mass Effect is supposedly coming out in December. Oh, December. Okay, so so basically, yeah, we can that's... play Zelda in March. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, like, it, it's supposed to come out in December, but I mean, they haven't like really 
hiked it or anything. No, so they said they no said idea. like they said next year, but did they say next year when? Like did did they say I mean, holiday? Oh wait, did they delay it? I think they Is delayed it. Yeah, yeah. It's not coming out this year for sure. It's next yeah, year. Yeah, it's yeah, next yeah, year, but yeah, I think yeah. March, I think March. It's in March. Oh boy, I, I don't know what to play now. Yeah. Zelda or Mass Effect? <laughs> oh man, no, I'm gonna pick. be. I'm going to be playing Zelda. I mean, you know me. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to be playing Zelda too. But, <laughs> but man, Mass Effect. And, you, and but see, I, I love Mass Effect. You, but, but I mean, then again, you also don't know what else is going to be announced for the NX. I mean, imagine like Monster Hunter, you know, 5 Ultimate HD. Like, oh, man. Yeah, that's like five years down the road, so... Don't don't hope don't yeah don't don't get your hopes too high. Uh, So yeah okay. Yeah yeah okay. Anyways, Um, let's uh, let's move on. I want to talk. I want to talk about Deus Ex: Mankind Divided. I've I beaten the game recently. Um, Took me maybe a good forty forty something hours to beat. Um, As someone who played Deus Ex: Human Revolution and Deus Ex: Mankind Divided back to back. Yeah, I was so surprised how much um, like Mankind Divided was like derived directly from Human Revolution. Uh, like, it feels like it was made in the same engine, although they're not. But like mechanically, the game is 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 like Mankind is like Human Revolution 2.0. Basically, it felt so similar, but it's refined as well. Um, yeah. I believe I believe it's 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 a good step forward for the for the series. Um, the stealth was really really improved in this game, in my opinion. Um, I actually beaten the game's like stealth because uh, what I did yeah. in Human Revolution is like okay, I start the place hiding and stuff, and then and then uh, once I get caught, I'd like pull out my shotgun and start shooting everyone left and right. It, it the stealth <laughs> wasn't as satisfying as I wanted it to be. Mankind yeah. divided, refined the controls, they refined the cover system, and it actually felt really like improved compared to Human Revolution, and it it, it made me want to um, play the game, you know, stealthily. So um, that's what I did. It, like, if it, I didn't know there was a trophy for, I mean, I'm playing it on PC, so I'm like Steam achievements or whatever. They're basically the same. I didn't know there was an achievement for for like beating the game without killing anyone, and if I hadn't killed, like, accidentally killed two guys in the beginning of the game, I would have beaten the game, like, without without killing any anyone in the game. So it was yeah. really cool. It was very viable to do that. It's not it's not as hard as you, as you might think. Um, AI can be a bit dumb at times. Well, they're pretty much dumb, but yeah, I mean, still the the, the gameplay is you know it holds up. Um, Interestingly, you can you can avoid conflict using like conversations. Um, you remember in Human Revolution where there are some parts of the game where you, you you know you have conversations with with some characters where you had to like pick um, your reply and at the end of the conversation something might happen to the character or whatever. Yeah. They this thing is still in, 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 in I mean the the mechanic and it's still in in Mankind Divided, but you can actually avoid like conflict by picking certain answers and it's really interesting what you can you know what you end up 
having as a result uh, by the end of like the conversation. So yeah, I mean, graphically it looks really good. Um, soundtrack is, is also like up there with uh, Human Revolution. I, I think it's the same composer. I, I I I don't remember his name, but he he did a really good job. I think Adam Jensen his his character is a bit more like. Hmm. I mean, if yeah, you didn't like, if, to ask you if you didn't like him in Human like, Revolution, yeah, I don't yeah. think you like him much uh, in Mankind Divided. But they tweaked his personality a bit to be a bit more like aggressive, or like he basically doesn't give a crap. I mean, he, like uh, this is the thing. I, like I'm worried about before I start the game because when when the previous game came out, at that time it was like the trend to have this like like. Uh, gritty, like um, violent, mysterious main character with a really gruff voice, you know, like you yeah. Know? <clears throat> uh, and and I'm like, does when you play the game, does does his personality still feel like it's stuck in the past, or is it, you know, did did they tweak it a bit so he, you know, he doesn't feel outdated as a character? Um, I I wouldn't say outdated, but I, I think I think he because he's I think because his personality is trending towards the uh, the uh, the I don't I don't care like what the consequences are just let me let me let me kick butt I think I think yeah. I think that that made him a bit more bearable if I mean I like Jensen I like I like his personality I, I'm I'm a fan of the character since Human Revolution um, so what they did with him here is like okay he's the same guy but he seems to be like you know the impact of what happened in Human Revolution. It, it truly, I mean, you can you can see it materialize in his personality in in Mankind Divided because you know the end. Yeah. If, if you remember the ending of Human Revolution, like a lot of things, like a lot of things happened. Okay, and 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 <laughs> yeah. the consequence to that is is what they're trying to tie into Mankind Divided and and how Jensen survived, like as a survivor of what what happened at the end of Human Revolution. He his his character reflects that. You know, that's that's what I'm trying to say. But it's it's nothing like completely different from what he used to be in Human Revolution. So if you didn't like him in Human Revolution, he's kind of the same, but but yeah. a bit more refined, you know. Um, other than that, like I'm really disappointed at the ending of the game. There are yeah, I've heard it. There okay, are good. so many like dangling ropes that they 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 didn't even mention, like. Uh, it's clear that they want to make a sequel and and yeah. and like after 40 hours of gameplay i think like it, if they were to tie up the 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 story from where they left off in mankind divided i think it'll be another 40 hours piled over that easy so yeah it's clear <laughs> it's clear that they're they're making they're going to be making another one of those and the story is like it, it, it gets really interesting at the end, and then like the game suddenly decides to stop. Like, what? Is, <laughs> are you serious? Is is that it? Okay, what happened to this? What happened to that? Like, okay, what? Is, this problem is still like okay. What? What? Huh? And then like the you, credits are, roll. Are there no? Are there no DLCs planned? There are DLCs planned, and there are like story DLCs planned. So of course they're going to be covering stuff in DLC. But the like the stuff that remains. It's impossible to cover it's DLC huge. unless, yeah, I mean, unless, unless oh. like, they're going to finish the rest of the story just with DLC and, like, move on to a different project. Like, 
I don't see I don't see like the major plot points that are remaining being covered in DLC. Like this this is totally mm-hmm. uh, like a sequel. There's going to be a third one yeah. of those. So yeah. um overall, I mean I'm not one of the I'm not another kind of person who frowns upon a game uh that uh, that I've enjoyed for like 40 hours just because I didn't like the ending. I mean Yeah. DSX But really I mean it's I mean, it's and but it's not wrong to be disappointed. By of course, it. I, I am disappointed. Yeah. I am disappointed, but I I wouldn't I wouldn't tell people not to go play the game because the ending is not not as satisfactory, you know. So yeah, because yeah, yeah. the journey true, yeah. matters. Because because yeah. I've seen a lot of people like, I mean, I've been reading around in forums and stuff like, even on Twitter, like people are genuinely they've genuinely genuinely enjoyed the the game, but then yeah. after seeing the ending, they're like. What the hell? This this game sucks. I was like, why did you spend forty over forty hours playing this game, and then after like a really stupid ending, you'd say the entire game sucks? Man, come on, be rational. Yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah. it reminds me of of the the Mass Effect thing. Like, yeah, yeah, I, mean, yeah I, ending, I was just going to the, say the, the same thing. The ending the ending was was terrible, but you had three games worth of like quality quant- content. Exactly, you know, like you're, you're you look at us an entire franchise because because you know you didn't like the ending. I mean, like, come on, that's that's so unfair. Like, what happened back then was was like embarrassing. I mean, yeah, I mean, okay, I understand. I understand. Like, I, I didn't play Mass Effect three yet. I'm I'm planning to like get through that really? soon. Yeah, I didn't play that yet. Whoa, I, it's one dude. of the games that got lost in my backlog. But I I played one and two and I loved them. Yeah. But yeah, uh, three three is really good. Like I, I really enjoyed three. I, um, I, 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 like, I have it installed if, if in, on two, my PC right now. So yeah, yeah. Uh, if so, you enjoyed two, then you're like three is like two except improved even more. Yeah, that's, I'm definitely like looking forward to beating the game. But yeah, even if you take three as a standalone game, like assuming you didn't mm. play one and two and it was amazing yeah. and you loved it so much and you saw the ending and you were disappointed. Okay. I mean, it's just part of the game that a really small part of the game in the end that, you know, I, I wouldn't think it would dismiss the entire experience, you know? Mm. Um, and, 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 and then at the end of the day, it's, it's so difficult. I mean, like it's easy for us to take it for granted and be like, wow, like, what a sucky ending. Like, I could have done a better ending. It's like, no, you couldn't have done a better ending, you know? Like, like these developers, it's not like they purposely set out to to create a bad ending, but it's when when you create such a huge universe and you, you include so many memorable characters and so much lore, like, no matter what the developers would have done, I feel like everyone would have been disappointed, you know? Like, yeah. it's it's really, it's incredibly challenging to to close off a trilogy, and close it off well you know it's it's not been done often yeah you're right um speaking of like yeah go ahead go ahead i was just gonna say like people reference like the witcher 3 ending as a good ending but at the end of the day the witcher 3 ending was like um i was like i was like okay man so yeah like it was a short it was a a short cut scene and then it was a lot of text yeah you know like i i would rather the developers try to you know like flesh out an actual, you know, like a proper ending with that. That's a cutscene. Then you know, a bunch of text where it's like, and then Shepard rested on this random planet and married Ano who and had. Yeah, but well, that, like- that's exactly what happened in DSX. Like it's it's a short cutscene, but yeah. the revelations are like, okay, so so what now? What now? Wait for the sequel. 
<laughs> it's clearly that you know that, that that's that's the, that's the that's the part where I've, i actually felt bummed you know um yeah. i wanted more but i was denied more and yeah. it came out of like it came out of nowhere um but yeah I, i in general i enjoyed it i i like what they did with jensen's um skill tree in this game um his augments because I don't know if I w I don't know if I should spoil this. It's like the very first. It's like the first or second mission um, in the game. I've, I've I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I've mentioned on they mentioned it on and, giant yeah pod, so. on different podcasts. So yeah, I mean, I'll just really quickly say what it is like, because I think yeah, I think it's ahead. really cool. Um, yeah, Jensen, this like an event happens and Jensen and Jensen like needs to repair his augments. So he goes and he goes and finds like he seeks out this doctor and i put that in quotations um to check him out so so he's like okay i'm gonna open you up and uh, we're gonna look inside and see what we find and, and we'll fix whatever we, whatever we can fix so he starts operating on jensen and he discovers like what where the hell what are huh why do you have <laughs> what you have you have like untested beta uh, augments in your body did you even know these exist and And just is like, huh? What? No. <laughs> so <laughs> you mean you mean you mean Jensen is like, huh? What? Yeah, he's like, huh? What? It's not that bad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're starting to sound like a WWE wrestler, but but yeah, I mean, I mean, <laughs> so yeah, I, I mean, like, it's a cool twist to getting an upgrade path that is entirely new because you start the game with with all the old augments that that he had in human revolution is like okay this is this is cool i mean unless they pull out unless they pull off like a like an um like one of those games where they they strip you out of your abilities like 15 minutes into the game and like okay go collect them again um yeah no no they they did something really cool and like the augments like the, the secret augments that you find out um jensen has to like really pick and choose which ones to use because You can't enable so many. His he will. He, you're basically overclocking Jensen. This is like this is the, literally the terminology they use. Overclocking. You're overclocking Jensen, and if you overclock so like too hard, he will overheat. And so you can't enable like all of these abilities, like these really cool special like hidden abilities, unless you do something else, which I will not talk about, and I'll <laughs> let you find out in the game. So uh, yeah. Um, It's really cool what they did. I mean, it's basically refined uh, version of Human Revolution. If you enjoyed that, you'll definitely gonna gonna enjoy uh, Mankind Divided. And uh, I mean, it's it's definitely not a game of the year contender in my opinion, as much as I actually like wished it would be. But it's it's one of the games that you should check out this year, for sure. <laughs> And also, it's 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 important to note like all 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 the versions that that came out on like. This, If you're gonna play it on PC, PS4, Xbox One, all of them run really well. So yeah, pick yeah. and choose and just enjoy. Cool. Yeah, I'm planning. I'm planning on picking it up because I, I really enjoyed the previous game. But again, there's so many freaking games coming out this year. Like I have yeah. no idea where I'm gonna make the time for it. Mm -hmm. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, anyways, um, there's another game I want to talk about. Um, again, clearing up my backlog. Yep. But uh, I'm actually like hitting myself for not playing this game uh, much earlier. 
Um, I've been playing, or I just started playing Far Cry Primal. Uh, uh, that came out, I think, in, in uh, February, right? Uh, let me check real quick. It was, I think, um, I think, it came out February. I think it was, it was like Feb or something. Yeah, yeah, February. It was supposed it to be December February. last year, and they they yeah. delayed it to February. Yeah. Um, and and the reason why I ain't played often, uh, um, is because I mean I ain't I ain't played when it got released was. Because um, I was playing Far Cry 4 and I wasn't really enjoying it, even though I really enjoyed uh, Far Cry 3. But Far Cry 4, like, I didn't I ain't really like any of the characters. I didn't really like the environment. I didn't really like, like, nearly anything in the game. So, <laughs> but, I mean, I don't know if you've, if you've noticed on my Twitter, but every time I tweet about a game, my brother's been hassling me to, to play Far Cry Primal. Like, literally, every time I say something about a video game, I get a tweet from him that just says "Far Cry Primal," you know. Uh, so, so to get him off my back, I was like, "Okay, once I'm done with Batman, I'm gonna I'll, I'll play Far Cry Primal just so you can like get off my back." Um, but um, so yeah, I, I started it right after I beat Batman, and like, wow, like this this should have been Far Cry Four. Like they shouldn't have made Far Cry Four. Mm-hmm. Um, so for, for people who don't know, um, Far Cry Primal is like a open world, um, first person shooter kind of that takes place in a prehistoric, um, world. Um, so you're like a caveman and you, the only weapons you have access to are, um, like a bow and arrow, a spear, clubs and axes, like those kind of things. Uh-huh. Um, but what's cool about it is, first of all, this is a Ubisoft game, so you would expect the world to be like filled with a ton of activities, like yeah. kind of what we were talking about uh, when we were Unity. referring to that earlier. Yeah, but but I was surprised because Far Cry Four had that. Far Cry Four had like a, just a ton of activities, and it's one of the reasons I also disliked it. Like there was no balance. So are you climbing? Are you climbing? Uh, are you climbing? Uh, no, no, towers no, no, and... no towers. No, no, no. Okay, no towers. <laughs> Uh, what, what I was gonna say is is um, the uh, it's it's designed in, in a it's designed in a much better way. There are activities in the world, but it's not overwhelming. And and that the activities you come across are either like that you randomly come across can either be done in like under a minute. Like if if like say for instance I'm exploring and I come across like uh, an enemy that has a prisoner that's uh, an ally. You know, I killed the enemy and I rescued the prisoner, and it takes like, like thirty seconds max. You know, so it's not, it's not something that's time consuming, and it's something you can do like as a quick detour uh, to where you're going. You know. Yeah. Um, and there's a bunch of like supernatural, supernatural abilities, which makes the game, like, incredibly cool. Like, for instance, uh, you have the power to control an owl. So say you're, you're, you you want to infiltrate like an enemy outpost, but you're not sure how many enemies there are or what kind of weapons they're using. So you call your owl and you get to fly an owl around and oh, you get okay. to like see, yeah, you get to see uh, what enemies there are on the base and you get to um, tag them so you can see them uh, like so your main character can, can see where each enemy is. Um, later on, you, you can upgrade your owl skills <laughs> so you can attack enemies or drop uh, b bombs on them and b bombs i mean you drop a bomb and there's like 
bees basically attack. I thought we were like dropping letter, letter bees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, other stuff you. <coughs> Other stuff you can do is um, you can tame certain animals, so wolves or uh, mountain lions, bears. Uh, yesterday, I tamed the saber-toothed tiger, which uh, is pretty damn cool. Mm -hmm. um, and <clears throat> later on in the game, I can get a skill that will let me ride the saber-toothed tiger. So I mean, like, it's it's pretty it's pretty sweet. Like I, I'm I'm really enjoying the game. Um, everything about it is feels good, you know, like shooting your your bow and arrow and hitting someone like just feels so satisfying. And it doesn't take like there are there are no bullet sponges, you know, like if you shoot someone through the head with an arrow, they're going down. If you shoot them through the chest, it takes like maybe two arrows to 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 get them down. Um, if you throw a spear at someone, if you hit them nearly anywhere, they they die in the hit. You know, like it's 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 everything about the game is designed in an intelligent way. I think. Um, uh, but I mean, there, like people are complaining about the story, and yeah, the story isn't like deep or anything, but it does its job to keep you interested in just doing activities while you're doing the story. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like like I'm I'm really enjoying it, and like I I, I regret not playing it much earlier. Um, and they recently added a patch. I mean, they released a patch that um, adds like a survival mode. So basically, if you die once, you're dead forever. Like it's like a permadeath kind of thing. Oh, like um, hardcore mode. Yeah, basically like hardcore mode. Hardcore mode. Oh hardcore mode where you have to like uh it's it wasn't just if you die there's um something else happens i think you have to eat to to like you have stamina and you have to eat to recharge like something like that yeah it's it's just basically hard hardcore mode um which i'm definitely not gonna do but like it's cool <laughs> that it's there you know <laughs> um and something else that the game does that uh previous far cry games haven't done is there is a, a village building mechanic, kind of like you uh, you rescue these key characters around the world, and they come back to your village, and you can build them a hut. And when you build them a hut, it unlocks a bunch of uh, upgrades and uh, new skill trees for your character. And you uh, and you can you keep upgrading their hut. So you, when you upgrade it the first time, you know they have like a small like like not great looking you know house and then you upgrade it again and it looks bigger and better and you know which is cool it's it's not like uh, in depth or anything but it, it's just another thing to keep you interested in the game and in the characters mm -hmm. um so yeah like uh, i'm i'm really enjoying it and it's a game like unless something drastic happens it's a game that i would easily recommend to anyone who's into these kind of games well uh, i mean it's it's fresh. It's its setting is fresh enough, you know. Um, yeah, being like in the prehistoric, like Jurassic. It's dra It's not Jurassic. It's like um, no, no, no. There, there's no dinosaurs. Yeah, no dinosaurs. Yeah, it's just mammoths and saber-toothed tigers and, and and like the regular like and like uh, like animals that you see bears and, yeah. and deer and stuff like that. Um, and and that's another thing. The the environment is incredible to explore. It's it's very like therapeutic. Uh, 
it's like it's like therapy like going through the forest it's like so peaceful and so like nice and quiet and like you see the sun like shining through the trees the game looks really good um i mean until like a bear attacks you and kills you in like two hits <laughs> <laughs> uh, which which happened to me and it's that it's something that pisses me off but i mean i get why it happens i mean there are bear bears in the wild and stuff but like holy hell that's that like bothers me so much i hate bears <laughs> yeah, bears bears are there they're they're tough they're tough uh sobs for sure yeah um so what else have you been playing um like nothing of like incredible note i mean i've been playing i've been replaying twilight princess mm -hmm. just for the hell of it and uh, the hd version on the wii u obviously yeah um how 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 does how does that like uh what do they do that's different than uh than the I old... mean they just uh, like the the all the textures are are high res it's just which, graphics I mean, right Yeah it's just graphics um and I mean they use the gamepad nicely like there's uh, there's maps and like uh um inventory shortcuts. management Yeah yeah it's shortcuts and stuff which is cool um but I don't I don't use the gamepad to play on it I, I like using the the pro controller yeah. um and I think there is a there's a bonus dungeon because I got it with the amiibo oh um, which which is like option it's not a it's not a huge dungeon it's just like a like a quick small dungeon um I haven't tried it yet but like I'm not really interested in it to be honest like I just want to play the main game and um man Twilight Princess is really underrated like it's I, i i enjoyed it i remember enjoying it when i when i played it on the wii when it was first released um and i hadn't i haven't touched it since so when i started it like a few weeks ago i like i was like pleasantly surprised at how well it's aged like, uh, the dungeon uh, designs the dungeon designs and and yeah. i mean that's what that's what's important in, in zelda games like the dungeons and the dungeon designs and Twilight Princess are incredible. Like it's it's a lot of fun. Um, the way they use the different uh, tools you pick up is like creative. Um, the music is oh man, the music is so good. Like it's so oh like I, I love the music in Twilight Princess, and that's something I've com I completely missed because like I don't know if I was just a dumb kid or something, but I never I never paid attention to the music when I played it the first time. So. I'm really enjoying like listening to the music that I missed back then. Uh sadly I fell off that horse like back in the day because I think I I grew too attached to Wind Waker's like art style and music and stuff yeah. like that. I I, I yeah. wanted another one of those but I never got one of those. I just got another Ocarina yeah, of I mean, Time. Like that was the way I was thinking at the time, you know. Um yeah. and I never checked it out again. Yeah. I mean that's see the, the opposite happened to me like at the time when Wind Waker was released I was one of those idiots that was just like, oh, what are these graphics? You know, like, this is, what is this, a kid's game, you know? And, like, <laughs> I feel embarrassed to admit that, but, like, you know, I have to man up. That that's And that's how I saw it. So I actually skipped Wind Waker when it came out and uh, played Twilight Princess, which I loved. And then when they re-released Wind Waker, uh, like, on HD uh, last year. Yeah, the Wii U version. Man, what a game! Like Wind oh, Waker, man. I can't believe, like 
teenage Patrick skipped that. Like, what an idiot! <laughs> that game, that game, that game. Still, like, it's still my favorite Zelda, like, it's, of it's all time. Still, it's it, so yeah, good. Like, if if you ask me what my favorite Zelda is, like, that that answer that answer changes like every day. Wind Waker would be up there. Um, Twilight Princess would be up there too if it wasn't for the wolf segments. Like I like the wolf parts. The the yeah. like it's not bad, but it you just stay a wolf for way too long. Like uh, and and um, and it's it just gets boring. Like you just want to get the, to the, the parts the, where you're the, linked, the, you know? the pacing of the game is like uh, not very. Yeah, like there there is. There is a moment where the pacing kind of slows down for a bit, and then yeah. you stay you stay a wolf for like like a, a couple like two hours or something like that before you become Link again, which I found annoying. Like at that time, I was like like whoa, like I, I wish I wish they they like just completely removed the wolf segments. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that game like having issues. Like um, it took it took the game way too long to get started, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think it was like and pacing, like pacing issues in the beginning of the game. But I think I could, I remember yeah. like picking up picking up uh, maybe around like the four hour mark or something like that. But yeah, four yeah. hours is a long time to get like <laughs> to get started, you know. Yeah, and and especially the the other reason why um, um, the wolf segments seemed so uh, so like like sluggish and stuff is because uh, okami was released the same year oh and yeah earlier, the other wolf I game think, <laughs> yeah and earlier than than uh than twilight princess i think and yeah definitely it, it came out way before uh, twilight princess like i think uh like earlier in the year anyways um and that game like as a like the way the wolf control i mean wolf fox wolf wolf yeah <laughs> the way the the wolf controlled and stuff um like it felt great so going to twilight princess the wolf controls were kind of not as as good as the commies and like just being the wolf in general wasn't that fun like not most of the time but there were you know it, it just dragged on a bit too long yeah um but yeah i'm 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 looking forward to finishing up uh, twilight princess sometime soon so, uh, you guys want to jump over to uh, to news? I think the discussion is going to be a little bit heated. Yes, please. So, uh, <laughs> what do you want to talk about first? Let's talk about Nintendo at Apple. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that was a surprise. That can of worms. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't think it's can of, can of worms. I'm actually happy with the way they're they're going about things, you know? I mean, I'm, I'm, not a, I'm generally not against, like smartphone games and stuff like that. I mean, I, I play them from time yeah. to time. But I've seen, like, a lot of people going, like, oh, Nintendo's just so disconnected with their fan base. They have no idea, like, releasing Mario games, like, re working on, like... Like, making making smartphone games seems to, like, really bother a bunch of people, so... Um, yeah, those people are yeah. idiots. Uh, I mean, if it doesn't like, if it doesn't affect their output, like their general output for their yeah, like mean, console it, stuff, I, I don't care. It's just something extra. People you know? don't realize people don't realize how many little studios Nintendo owns. I mean, like Nintendo isn't just one giant, you know, company, and they have like a you know a hundred man team working on like their all their games at the same time. You know, like they have like little studios within their their company that like works on on all the different uh, franchises and like i'm sure miyamoto has his you know 
gives his input for like the, the like on all the games but that doesn't mean you know he's working like 24/7 on like you know one game or something like like they, they I don't know like people need to realize like Nintendo can handle releasing more than one game on you know more than one console you know I mean smartphone games like generally when people like talk about smartphone games they they tie them in with the business models you know and yeah. and i think i think it was you know for, okay okay so 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 miyamoto just pops into an apple conference yeah just pops in yeah he just he just <laughs> he just like spawns from like the depths of hell <laughs> and, and 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 you know and and of course he has to have he has everybody to, yeah he has to have his 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 minions of course like you know bill trinan is stepping in to to do to do translation as usual and 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 he announces super mario one which is um an infinite uh, a non-infinite runner which is what i like to okay, call it yeah. <laughs> it's basically yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I, I i took i took notes down today just so i could like Explain what it is. Yeah. The game. yeah. Go ahead. So okay, there's two modes in the game. There, there's the main mode, which is like the runner mode, but it's not an endless runner. It's like you have levels and worlds, like Super Mario games do. And then there's a second mode, which is a battle mode. Okay. So the main mode is is basically a Super Mario game. You have like World One, you have World Two, World World Three. Like if you look at the uh, the the where Miyamoto goes on stage and he shows the game. You can. There's a part where you could pause and you can see the level select menu. Yep. So it's it's not an endless runner, but I'm sure they've they've designed it in such a way where, like, you can play with your with one hand. So like Mario will continuously run forward, but you can also change directions. Miyamoto mentions uh, on stage that there will be items you can pick up that will make uh, Mario change directions and stuff. Yeah. Um, so, so I'm sure they're designing it in an intelligent way and not just like a random, you know, like, oh, let's just put Super Mario on, on a phone. Um, the second mode is battle mode, and battle mode is basically you can challenge your friends and I think random people online to uh, um, run through a level. And it's, this is basically the, like an endless runner, kind of. So the point of the battle mode is to collect as many gold coins um before the timer runs out yep. um while they were presenting I, I, it on stage yeah i think uh, it's, uh, they also mentioned that uh, you can challenge like your friends from the uh, mitomo application it will get your friend list from the mitomo yeah, application i, I, I and, think so too yeah yeah um and and but wasn't but but what wasn't clear was if you could extend the time limit in the level like if there is uh, yeah, items you could pick up to but I, I like i wasn't i wasn't able to find any information on that mm. um but what i found interesting and and i don't know why there hasn't been more reports on it maybe like nintendo is just being quiet is um Mio, when miyamoto is describing the battle mode he says that if you if you do daring moves you collect toads and at the end of the uh, like challenge mode, uh, if you beat the uh, your whoever you challenge, like your friend, you get his toads as well. And the whole point of collecting toads is you have your own mushroom kingdom, and you can expand it and customize it using mm. the coins you collect. Huh? Like, did did anyone report this? Like, or is it just me? Like, did I did I no. miss these articles? I, I, it's, it's, a, it's a first for me. 
<laughs> I mean, I mean, I haven't, I haven't paid attention like outside of like, okay, Nintendo is releasing a Mario game on smartphone. Like, okay, it's gonna be, it's gonna be played this way, that way, and I like, okay, whenever mm. it's out, I'm gonna check it out. But and and mm. of course that the fact that the, the price is gonna be a fixed price and no deal, no like yeah. in-app purchases. I mean, it's it's free to start. So but you, you, the, I think the, the first details is free, and then like the details came yeah. after the conference, right? Yeah, I think I maybe mean, that. Well, like what I'm referring to, the, the 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 this this your own mushroom kingdom was part of the 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 conference. Like Miyamoto mentioned it while he was on stage. Yeah, He's, but he said it. He said it in such a like like oh yeah, and by the way, you know, like it was kind of like that. But for me, like that, like that caught my attention more. I mean, it, not more than the game itself, but so, I mean, it caught my attention because I'm like, wait, hold on, you can have your own mushroom kingdom and you can grow it and like customize it like wait hold on like wh- what's going on <laughs> yeah yeah um so yeah and and i have good to say touch. by the way yeah and and i have to say uh miyamoto like did a good job on stage like did you guys watch it i couldn't watch it the day i i, I even uh, missed apple's I mean, you, uh event but you you didn't watch it like afterwards no i i, I, I couldn't i couldn't oh. i couldn't catch up i yeah. i I, I recommend go, going back and watching. I, I his, plan to, uh, yeah, like performance because because he he does like he he has like a stage presence, and even though he was speaking in Japanese and he had Bill Trinan translating, like his charisma, like still sh- like you know sh- shone, like shine through, and uh, like he was talking about like things you can do while playing. Uh, uh, Super Mario on your phone with one hand, and he was like, he he was making like these actions, like you know, like you can be on the bus, and he's like, you know, imaginary, like hanging onto like the the bus pole, you know. Yeah. And he's like, mm. you can eat a hamburger, and he's just like, you know. Yeah. Uh, you can eat an apple, chomp. You know, like it was it was pretty like uh, funny. I think I think the whole thing, thing, the whole allure of this is like the fact that a Nintendo like top top spokesman or top person in Nintendo just stepped Miyamoto, into like, like he stepped into an Apple press conference like out of the yeah. blue like and and they loved it what? I mean like everyone everyone at the Apple conference claps at everything but like when Miyamoto came on stage and like when he was presenting and like they they really like it it seemed like they adored him like they were like they they knew who he was I mean like who doesn't know who he who he is but I mean like they it was obvious that they appreciated what what he's done you know like, yeah it was pretty cool i just wish it was i mean like no i don't mean to like i don't mean this as an insult to tim cook and stuff like he's a cool guy and all but i mean i wish it was steve jobs yeah like, that would have i think if if that had happened like the internet would have just broken <laughs> <laughs> like uh. it was just it ceased to exist you know <laughs> uh, and, so, and, and you know it's yeah. it's 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 nice to see, like, okay, Nintendo's is really weird, like these days. It's nice to see how how their approach to like smartphone, like smartphone gaming, is, along with like whatever the the NX is going to be, like, okay, and how and how their their the strategy of making their apps like talk to each other and having some kind of interaction, like, okay, I see, I see a nice reboot of sorts for the company that you know. It, it's going to be interesting to follow. Um, especially like yeah, since they, they, they delayed Fire Emblem and, and uh, Animal Crossing to next year. Um, yeah. So, okay, what was that delay for? Are they... Are they, they start- I, I don't think they... I don't think they specified. Yeah, I, I'm starting to think maybe, okay, they, they found a way to make these games like really 
count towards like their portfolio for smartphones now that they're out there, you know? Because okay, yeah. Nintendo has a presence I mean, in smartphone games now, and okay, yeah. let's let's make sure we pump out something that's quality. I mean, I, that's that's hopeful speaking, but um, yeah, I mean, like, look, I mean, Pokemon Go, like, even though it wasn't done, it wasn't created by Nintendo. Like, people didn't know that, and the the month after Pokemon Go was released. There was a boost in sales for the 3DS. Yeah. Now, if that had anything to do with Pokemon Go, like, like I'm not an analysis, like uh, analyst, an analyst, yeah. so you know, so I can't tell you that. But I mean, it's that that's a good sign. And then there was a news report um, the other day where it was like 60% or 65% of the player base of Pokemon Go has stopped playing the game. But yeah. It's still like top one of the most. Yeah. Yeah, or if it's if, if it's still not the top grossing, I think it's still the top grossing uh, uh, iPhone game, you know. Yeah. So and then they have like the Pokemon games coming out in, like in a month or so. Like, no, wait, in November. So it'll be interesting to see uh, if if that sees any like noticeable noticeable bump. Not that it needs it. Like every Pokemon game like sells like crazy. So, you know. They're like connecting everything together, you know. Yeah. I mean, look, this is this is my dream for that next. Like, I, I don't know if it's gonna happen, but if it does happen, like, I die a happy man. Like, NX comes out; it's a hybrid, uh, you know, a handheld console, and you know, like you can connect it to a TV. And then, you know, if they release, uh, I mean, they're not gonna. If it's when they release Animal Crossing for the NX. You can somehow connect to your Animal Crossing on your iPhone, and there's like some sort of connectivity issue with, you know, like you can like I don't know, somehow they connect with each other, and there's some kind of interactivity with that. That would be cool. I'm uh, not sure, but I think they said that already. The, I, like I don't know if they said it, but they've done it before with their Game Boy Advance and their GameCube. Yeah, you know, like, the GameCube. Yeah. They they've done these kind of things before, so I'm hoping that's the that's the plan in the long term. You know. Um, and I think that's a smart thing to do because that that just um, it just um, encourages more people to buy their products. You know, like if someone just has an iPhone and they see like you know they they love Animal Crossing on the iPhone, and they see like oh wait there's there's another Animal Crossing that I don't have and it's oh wait it's on the NX. It's like oh wait let me see how much NX costs and it, hopefully you know it, it co- the price of the NX is going to be reasonable. And that will hopefully bring more customers for Nintendo, and I think that's their plan. So yeah, it'd be they, they're using the, they're using the mobile market as a, a, a like a, an advertisement for them. Yeah, uh, yeah, and their and their products. Yeah, as a video and game I, company. And and people complained about Mitomo and how it wasn't really a game and stuff. But I mean, I think the whole idea about Mitomo wasn't like. Obviously, Nintendo knows it's it's not a game, but I, they wanted people to create their Miis. They wanted people who don't own Nintendo consoles to have their own Miis. Hmm. And there, and and like we we're saying about the Super Mario game that comes out in, in December, there's going to be some sort of like you know, it's going to be able to see your friends list in your Mitomo app. So like, if they find a way to connect all their apps together, that's like another bonus, you know. And and that would be another smart thing of you know for them to do. Yeah, I mean, I'm really excited to see what they what they do. As long as long as like as long as their apps don't run like Mitomo used to run, you know, Mitomo sucked. Yeah, I, they've, <laughs> yeah, they they improved it by the way. They they released a bunch of updates and it's not so bad anymore. Like I, I, I think I think like day. I think like it's it's way past. We're way past like uh, 
you know giving Mitomo like a second chance because oh yeah this, no, no, I'm not this is give it a this is the chance. problem with the this is the this is the like one of the main problems with with smartphone apps games. they are yeah. not just games even apps like they are very time constricted you know if if you launch really bad you have like yeah. a very small window of opportunity to to like fix it, your you know make spots. a huge make a huge change before people dismiss your app completely and it gets like buried but in I the think, app store yeah but i think with mitomo the whole point of it like what i said earlier was the fact that like okay you stop playing now but you opened it and you created your me and like you were you were you were interacting with it for like however long period of time you did but i mean like it's still there, you know, like your me is still there. It's, yeah. it's within there. You know, you have your account. Like uh, when you open Mitomo the first time, you can create your Nintendo account. And like if a bunch of people who aren't Nintendo fans did that, then, you know, it doesn't matter if they're not playing now or not. But yeah. I mean, I do agree with you with the thing because like, again, like I'm not a huge, uh, like I try to enjoy playing games on my on my iPhone, but like it's really hard. Like, I don't know. I just can't get into it, you know, like, yeah, we're uh, not get we're not used to it this way. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I tried playing Lara Croft Go, and like, yeah, it's cool, but it's not like, it doesn't. It's it's not something I can play every day, and it's not something that I enjoy playing. Like even for five minutes, like it's it was just cool to see it, you know, in action. Maybe um, I'm maybe I'm less I'm less uh, like strict in that terms because I've been playing smartphone games a lot recently, and oh no, no, I've and especially playing, and especially I've like Deus Ex Go. But yeah, I no, think it's like, like what I, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just gonna say like the the games I'm playing on my on my iPhone are. I'll tell you, I'm playing Adventure Capitalist, which yeah. is like a you know a, a tap game. Um, I've been playing um, Magic the Gathering um, Puzzle Quest, which mm -hmm. is you know like Puzzle Quest, but with like Magic the Gathering skin, and you collect cards and stuff, which is cool. Yep. Um, I've been playing Puzzle Quest too. I, I really like Puzzle Quest. If you haven't noticed, <laughs> you you you've been you've been playing some games, man. I mean, like yeah. It, I mean, like they're but they're all like um, they're all like it's not games you would play for you know long periods of time. No, no, like, no. I don't. I don't think. I don't think like you should even Puzzle Quest. Yeah. Even games like Final Fantasy ports, they have made them so smartphone friendly, like up to the point where you don't need to invest so much time and like sink so many hours into them like you used to in their console but counterparts. I just, yeah, I know, but I don't know. I, I just can't enjoy it. Like, yeah, like I, I don't know what it is. Like I've been trying to ever since like I've gotten an iPhone and I've, I've tried playing games on it. Like I've never been able to properly put into words why I'm not enjoying it. Cause mm. there are games on the iPhone that I, that I think are cool. You know, like I think I think Lara Croft Go is cool. You know, I think uh, like um, crap. I can't think of any other game for some reason. <laughs> did did like, you try uh, uh, Chaos Rings? Chaos? No, I didn't try Chaos Rings. This is one of the. Oh, this 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 is the only game. Uh, yeah, the only RPG, iPhone right? game. Yeah, it's an uh, RPG. This is the only mobile game I finished. Yeah, I finished like the last game I finished on the iPhone was um, what's it called? Hold on, I have it on my phone still. Um, Monument, Monument, Monument Valley. Valley. Yeah, 
that okay that i admit like that i i really enjoyed you know um but then there's like uh like a game that i really wanted to enjoy, to enjoy on the phone and i and i and i still think it's the perfect like phone game but i just like can't get into it is a game dev story i don't know if you've heard of it um i've heard of it but i haven't i haven't i haven't played it it's basically it's basically you own your own game studio and you, you get oh that one okay okay yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. And you you get to release uh, your games and you decide like it's it's kind of like a strategy game you have to you know make sure you you choose the right genre and like you know it's it's cool but like like I I played it for quite a bit but it's again like it's not some you know like game that I can constantly play for long periods of time yeah mm. yeah. I hope, I, mean, I hope like, I hope Nintendo like, like finds a good balance in in making yeah. I mean, smartphone I, games like, that are actually interesting and short, you know? Yeah, like, like fitting I'm, to I'm the hoping, platform. Like, yeah, like I'm hoping their their experience will shine through cuz I mean like if you uh did you ever play Super Mario 3D Land, the one yeah. on the 3DS? Yep, I did. Like that that was like a perfect Super Mario game for a portable console, you know, like yeah. the level super long they they were the right amount of challenge if you wanted extra challenge it was there you know like it was designed and it's 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 one of my favorite games you know like it was designed in such a way and so specific to the hardware you know yeah so i'm hoping i'm hoping like i'm like i'm an optimist when it comes to the super mario game on the iphone like i think they they know how um they'll 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 uh like they'll know how to develop for it and and develop well for it. Yeah, I'm 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 right there with you, man. So yeah. uh, right after Apple's press conference, Sony had one, <laughs> and uh, they unveiled two machines uh, and buried one. So. So they I, unveiled. I think that I think that machine's been dead and buried long. I, I think I think it was. I, I think they like they they did a like they did a mini resurrection in Tokyo Game Show. But besides the point, I mean, they, what they what they did was they they basically like. Would you like to see this? No, no. Like, would you would you like to see this corpse in blue, red, and hot <laughs> pink? <laughs> no, it's like it's like you know when when you have a prisoner, it's like oh hey, you can go free. And then shoot them in the back, you know? That's what they did. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, shoot them in the back and then, ha, 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 come back inside. We're just going to change your uniform. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. so they, they, they unveiled two new, new machines. One of them is the PlayStation Slim or PlayStation 4 Slim that has been leaked like weeks, like weeks ahead. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was reviewed like two days before the, 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 the reveal, <laughs> like the official reveal. Yeah. Uh, but that's not really the the important machine. The other one that we want to talk about um, this episode is the PlayStation Four Pro, which is well, we used to know it as the PlayStation Four Neo Pro. Yeah. yeah, Pro Edition. Stupid, stupid freaking name. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't like that name at all. I mean, PS Four K would be a cooler name. But anyways, uh, but it's Neo, basically Neo was a cool name. Neo yeah, was a I, cool I, name, yeah. Neo was a cool thing name. They couldn't have stuck with PS4K because then people would automatically assume it's just for 4K TV. Exactly, you'd have the Wii Wii U PS4, sort of problem. Yeah. Like PS4 Pro, like, like, come on, you, I'm, I'm sure you could have, like, I'm sure they spent like millions or maybe. Okay, well, they not, can't call it the PlayStation like, Plus for obvious reasons, you know. 
yeah, I mean, not the, I mean, I mean, I'm not being paid to come up with names for them, but I'm sure they could have come up with like a better name because that's such a, uh, I, I hate, I hate that name. I, I just, yeah. Anyway, let's let's let's, let's 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 <laughs> put the name on the side. Let's put let's put the name yeah. aside. Let's talk about the machine itself. Like, okay, yeah. basically, whatever's been leaked up to that point was like on 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 point. Everything everything was like right there. Uh, the, the, it gets a little uh, a better processor, a better GPU, a better like okay, the RAM is the same if I'm not mistaken. Quote, um, quote unquote better. Yeah, I'm I'm putting better in quotations here because yeah, it's subjective. Like it's heavily subjective. Like okay, yeah, I mean it's it's better, but it's not like it's not a huge leap. Like it's like okay, like no, no, right, it, it, the, yeah. in the graphics department, it is a huge leap. But what they're planning to do with it is. In my okay, okay, this is this is gonna be very subjective. Um, basically, what they're gonna do with the PlayStation Pro, like assuming everyone's listening to us right now, has been following the 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 the, the leaks and all this stuff. Like, okay, everything is true. Developers will have to like they're forced to make two builds of the game, one that supports the PlayStation Four, like the normal PlayStation Four, and another which has Pro features. And the Pro features are very like restrictive. They have to be like if if the game if the game has a multiplayer mode frame rates have to be equal like they have to be the same for both consoles the the older and the new one uh, and the newer one um also you have to um yeah you have to like have a 4k display in order to enjoy the upscaling um algorithm that they they built into the PlayStation 4 Pro it doesn't render stuff in 4k uh, they they some like some studios like like Naughty Dogs they claim that they can do that, but most of the games are are going to run a uh, an upscaler that, uh, like you know, a group like Digital Foundry have, have have seen in person, and they actually have been praising it a lot. It's called a checkered um, checkered renderer or something like that. I'm I'm not quite sure of the name, but I think Valve had a GDC press conference this year and they showcased it there, and Sony basically. Um, are you, they they opted into using a very similar solution for upscaling, and uh, and apparently like if you have the right TV, and invested in, 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 in like the right technology, you'll be able to enjoy better looking visuals. Um, so, so basically, if you spend thousands and thousands, yeah, yeah. Of I mean, the TV then, you know, TVs right now is it's it's an investment um, because yeah. I mean they, I went I went to check out like 4K TVs here in Kuwait and yeah. last week and like I thought it, they'd be more affordable nowadays and nope. No, they they are more affordable. They're just. I mean, if you want to get a good one, it's yeah, of course. And and and, and the, <laughs> the the prices are falling like at a much faster pace now, but. Uh, but yeah, I mean, maybe two years, two years from now, you, you most of us would probably have 4K TVs. But yeah, two years. I'm not sure why they decided not to put a UHD 4K Blu-ray play, like Blu-ray disc player in that. I was, I, I, I wanted to say that. Like, it's, it's, the... it's super weird. Like, because especially because 4K streaming isn't like. It's not like, there yet because you know you're gonna have to, when you when you talk about okay they've been pushing YouTube 4K YouTube 4K Netflix 4K yeah. this 4K that digital media thing is first content. of all some of us some of us if if not no not most of us but some of us have a bandwidth cap so even if if I could stream like 4K content there's no way I would because there's no way I'm gonna pay like okay I paid for a PS4 Pro 
and then I paid for a new TV and what I'm going to pay for like a better like a internet connection with a well, higher you're going to be paying for a Netflix sub you're going to be paying for a lot of stuff man but besides oh, the well, point of having Netflix good internet sub is like nine bucks yeah yeah but you're, you're <laughs> still paying for that you're not getting it free I still yeah I, I have Netflix now it, anyways it, it, it piles on you know but besides yeah. the point like even if you have really good internet the problem with streaming over uh, over over the internet the internet is that you don't get the best bitrate and yeah. this is something that Discs will guarantee, like, you, okay, when you buy it, when you get a disc and you put it in, like, for movies, you're guaranteed to have, like, the best quality, uh, uncompr- uncompromised. But when you're doing, when you're streaming on the internet, it's like, it's like, okay, go watch a trailer for Street Fighter V on, on YouTube, like, put it on max, max uh, resolution and max frame rate. It's not going to look as good as when you're playing Street Fighter V on a console uh, because of the bad bitrate that YouTube has in their, on their player. It's 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 gonna happen like when you're streaming on other services as well. It's not gonna look as good as you know media that's on disc, and yeah. not including a UHD player. Like this is really really like, really weird. I, I don't think it'll cost them much. Especially because it's like Blu-ray is like a Sony thing. Like it's it's owned by several companies, <laughs> but Sony has I think the upper stick. It's it's not yeah, yeah, yeah. it's weird. It's it's super weird. I, I I don't understand how they didn't include that. And especially like okay, you're gonna you 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 just bought a TV and you moved into a new apartment and you don't have internet, but you still you have a PlayStation Pro and you have a 4K TV and you have a like a, okay you freaking have electricity and you can you can you, you want to watch this super cool 4K Blu-ray version of. Uh, I don't know, t- Titanic, uh, for some reason. Uh, and, and, Is and, Titanic even out on Blu-ray? I have no freaking clue. <laughs> Probably, yeah. I, I, I think, but maybe not 4K Blu-ray. Anyways, anyways besides the point, yeah. like, yeah. You, can't, you can't watch that. You know, it's, it's just, it's useless. Uh, for, like, if you're going to consume it for, like, movies that, that would showcase your TV, well, you're out of luck. Unless you go digital and like streaming, and it's not as good, you know. So it's really weird. And then, of course, once once uh, Microsoft heard of that, uh, you know, Xbox UK just added a checklist, <laughs> added an extra point <laughs> to the checklist. Like, okay, we we do that with our One S, which is really really weird. Um, so yeah, there there are limitations to how they're going to implement uh, the upgraded the, the upgraded uh, versions of their games on on PlayStation Four Pro developers will have to update their games like older games and then the list of older games supported are pretty short um so i don't know i don't know how it's gonna like moving moving forward every ps4 game is is going to be both supported by the old ps4s and the playstation 4 pro so you're not really gonna have much trouble Uh, with with software compatibility the, the thing is like from what i've been reading online like a lot of developers aren't really happy with with the way that is implemented, yeah. yeah like, like, okay. I don't think. I honestly don't think that many developers are gonna take advantage of the PS4 Pro. So hear me out. Though I'm hearing you. The the way I think Microsoft might might uh, you know uh, implement the their their forwards compatibility, let's say, and and backwards compatibility compatibility with the Scorpio. I mean, if if what they've done with the Xbox One S would be like a sample of what they're going to they might do with the Scorpio then I think they might have a more lenient uh, 
you know, iterative strategy going forward. Like, okay, what they did with the 1S is that they, they took a pure PC approach and they overclocked the GPU of the Xbox One. Like, they literally just overclocked it. Um, and what that resulted in is, like, if you played games that had, like, um, uh, resolutions that scale, depending on, like, GPU load, like, games like Halo 5, Halo 5 Guardian, for example, it, it, it runs mostly at 1080p, but when the game, when the, when the machine starts getting load on the GPU, it scales down the resolution dynamically in order to uh, make sure that the, the frame rate doesn't drop. So what happened with the Xbox One S is when, when they started doing frame rate tests on that machine playing Halo 5 Guardians, um, they realized, they noticed that because of the better, like the higher clocked GPU, like the, 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 actually, the actual overclocked GPU in the Xbox One S uh, was running the game more, it kept, like, it's, it kept the 1080p refresh um, for a longer time. So what that indicates is that if it's running like a PC, then all games, like all old games, will just automatically scale with better hardware. They're they're basically taking the brute force approach to, uh, you know, making games run better uh, on better hardware. If that's the case, then all the developers need to do. I mean, I'm I'm talking right out of my butt right now, but <laughs> like what developers would only need to do is just for like running 4K versions of their old games. All they need to do is just allow players to download. 4k assets you know what i mean like okay here yeah. here's here's a pack here's like an update pack we can download from the store for free that includes 4k textures it's just like how you're download how, how you're like installing 4k mods on a pc game you know like yeah and you just reminded me like the uh the, there was um i read an i read an article or or, or something like um that said that even even if if a developer chooses to uh, take advantage of the like uh, PS4 Pro they might charge you for the update no that was that was shut down that was a mistranslation Are they you will sure? charge yeah they will charge the they'll probably charge the developers for the bandwidth of course but but not the player no that was shut down really fast cuz that would have been a huge 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 PR nightmare for Sony yeah. um but yeah uh I think I think that the, the way the the restrictions Sony have on the developers are gonna I think they're pretty weird right now. Maybe they will shape up I, in the future when developers start to find loopholes in that in that yeah. strategy, um, and maybe more people I mean, buy it, into the like, pro. Like, I don't know if it's just me, but didn't it feel kind of rushed? Like, like why announce it now? I feel like they could have waited a few months you know like and, and announce it like before summer or something like or wait till the next e3 because honestly like you're you're saying the leap is big enough and and maybe it is graphically but to me it's not like it's it's not what it should be you know yeah, the, yeah like, exactly okay, this is this the, is what i'm the, saying the ps4 yeah. yeah like the ps4 pro okay it's not the ps5 but it's it's that stop gap you know like it's, yeah it's it's that machine that you're gonna get that's gonna like hold you off until like the PS5 or whatever is coming next, you know, comes out so you don't jump ship and get an Xbox or become a PC gamer, you know? Okay, here's, and, here's, 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 here's the, yeah. I think, I think the, what, I think what you're trying to say is like, okay, so, so if, if, if my console can make use of like a, a 1080p, uh, okay, I have a 1080p display and I don't plan on getting yeah. a 4K display and I have yeah. power in this box right in front of me that can't tap into 4K, 
can't tap into upscaling, can't tap into like the stuff that needs a TV to power that technology. Okay, why don't you give me that raw power and increase the performance of my current games, you know? Without, without yeah. like, it's, it's a win-win situation in that case, which is exactly what a PC would be like. Like, I don't understand why Andrew House is saying how they're planning to, they're, they're actually competing with the PC if this is how limited their scope that's, is for the PlayStation Pro, you know? That's, that's such a joke of a statement. Like, I'm not a PC gamer, but like saying that is like, like, come on, like you're not competing with PC. Like there, there's no way in shape or form is like the PS4 Pro competing with uh, PC. Like even, even the segment, like even with that price, you know, okay, the PS4 Pro is priced really nicely. And, and yeah. for what it is, I think, I think it's worth it, you know? But yeah, yeah. I mean, it's only a hundred bucks extra, but I mean, like it's, yeah. it's, I mean, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but the that the 1080 uh, uh, graphics card is priced reasonably well as well. No, um, no, it's pretty expensive. Um, really? I bought mine for like 250 KD, which is uh, around around maybe 900 bucks. Yes, but I, I mean, like, like it's not reasonably priced compared to like a console. But I mean, you're not going to be getting another graphics card for another like four years. No? Maybe more. Is that how it works? Yeah, that's how yeah. it works, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, mm -hmm. I, again, like, I'm not a PC gamer, so I'm not familiar with, like, tech, but from my understanding, the advantage of PC gaming is the fact that you can buy a high-end graphics card that will last you longer than most console generations and more. Like, okay, the 1080 is, is powerful now, but, like, um, like, even the whatever graphics card is, you know, one below it is still pretty decent too, yep. right? Yep, yep. And by the way, it's it is it is the 1080, right? Yeah, yeah, the right? 1080. Yeah, the 1080 is like the the hot stuff these days. Okay. Uh, yeah. Just making sure I have my terminology. No, you're right. good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so yeah, I mean that's what I mean. Like okay, you you spend uh, you spend that much amount on on the 1080, and if you break down the costs year by year, like that's nothing. You know, it's gonna last you for a long time. Yep. Um, if you spend four hundred bucks on on the PS4 Pro, um, like when are they going to announce the the the, uh, the PS the like the next PlayStation or whatever? It's it'll probably be in like three years or something like that. You know, yep. like more or less. I feel like like that's what how how it will be. Yep. So for someone like me, for instance, which this is supposedly aimed at, like I'm a console gamer, like I I've tried getting into PC gaming, but it's just I feel like it's inconvenient even though it's like more convenient now than it's ever been but like it's just not something i enjoy like i i like having a console you know it's maybe like the nostalgia in me like i, I just enjoy having you know like a ps4 like a nintendo wii u or xbox or whatever so me looking at this and looking at at the cost and like looking at what it does like I'm not gonna trade in my PS4. Yeah, I'm. Like, I'm. It's, I'm it's also not, not convinced as well. Mm -hmm. I'm. I'm. I'm keeping like, my it's just PS4. Not worth it. Yeah. 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 Like I'd rather. I'd rather take that money and buy an Xbox One S, or like wait and buy an Xbox Scorpio. You know, like like in your case. In your case, like getting an Xbox is like okay, getting something new. Uh, yeah. Getting a PS4 Pro is Pretty just much. like a. It's like a. 0.5 to your experience you know it's it's, it's not yeah. it's not like and especially that you don't have the disc the display to drive it you know uh, yeah i think it's i yeah. think i think it's a missed opportunity at least for now i mean the, the machine isn't out yet but 
and and of course people are going like to be you know voting yeah. with their wallets but yeah. it's I up to developers like they, yeah they heard they heard about what Xbox was doing and they like just got desperate and they just wanted to announce something you know but but Xbox is for what? exactly they're selling good they're selling yeah. really well yeah i mean yeah yeah no no i know but i'm saying like they they heard like oh like microsoft is is going to be releasing like a more powerful like xbox xbox scorpio and you know and then they oh i got you i got you yeah, yeah, yeah. but and, patrick and they, even yeah. like keeping up with the race yeah but yeah, but, yeah. but microsoft isn't even like they they're trying to tear down generation gaps you know they're, 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 yeah, yeah, I know. Their their upcoming strategy does is like yeah. here's here's an iPad. I mean, from from what I've been seeing is like okay, we're gonna be releasing a new PC every every I don't know maybe three four years or something like that, and and everything's gonna be forwards compatible. Everything everything's gonna be backwards compatible, and this is like yeah, there's like, this is I a non generation uh, console right here, you know? Yeah, yeah, like what 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 Microsoft is doing, there, like their strategies is is pretty smart and this this was something i wanted to mention before when we were talking about nintendo and it totally slipped my mind but i feel like okay obviously right now sony is making a ton of money and then they've sold like a bunch of ps4s and stuff but i feel like their future is kind of in jeopardy because okay nintendo has their nx and whatever that is but it's mostly going to be like a handheld hybrid kind of thing and that's something nintendo excels at their second um, like uh, thing that they're going to be doing is is smartphone smartphone games, and um, looking at the response every time like Nintendo announces something for like the iPhone, like the po like Pokemon Go or like Super Mario, it seems like some something that Nintendo can make a ton of money on, right? Yeah. Microsoft has their Xbox, and then they did that really like genius. Like whoever thought of it, like really is a genius thing of releasing their games on xbox and on pc so now they ha also have like two fronts where they can get like you know as much money as and as many more customers as they want yeah mm -hmm. sony sony on the other hand like failed with the vita you know um and they're doing well right now but like if you think about what they like about the future it, it seems like, I don't know if I'm a pessimist or whatever, but, like, it seems like between the, those three big companies that Sony's future is, like... It's kind of risk. weird. It's it's weird. I don't yeah. think it's risk. It's mm -hmm. it's risk yet, but I think retaining their, I mean, their like user base, not, they're, keeping yeah. their user base like, in their ecosystem is really important. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm not yeah. talking about bankruptcy. Like the the tricky yeah. thing about Sony is that most of their revenue is generated through their their their, their storefronts, you know, and keeping yeah, your yeah, customers yeah. in that ecosystem is really important for them. And mm -hmm. and the thing is, they've been doing like so many. Like, I don't know if it's arrogance or whatever, but, like, raising the price of PS Plus when, like, it's it still has so many issues. Yeah, but, you know, you know Microsoft like, did the same, you know? It's 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 yeah, something, but, but, it's but something like, that is... Yeah. But look at what Microsoft offers. Yeah. You know, like, PS Plus during the PS3 era was cool. Like, you, you got a lot of great games for free. You know, like, uh, playing online wasn't... You didn't need the PS Plus to play online and stuff yeah. like that. When they announced PS Plus was, and like you needed PS Plus to play online, like people were like, okay, fine, like, uh, you know, we trust Sony and whatever. And, and they gave money to Sony. And then the PS Plus games have been like hit and miss. The Sony's Download online, speeds. 
yeah, their download speed is terrible. Their server has issues. Like, what are we paying for? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's 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 sixty bucks a year now, and that might not seem a lot, but it's it's still money. You know, like, do I want to give Sony that money, or do I want to give it to someone like Microsoft that's been obviously like working their butts off to try and like get something out of this generation? You know, and the ways like Microsoft has like fought back after their like debacle when when they announced the Xbox One is mm. like really impressive i think like, it, it's at... it's mostly because of like the management change like the the the, the yeah, whole the whole the whole uh that, culture I mean. in the company changed since like yeah, the that, management that, changed that's what i mean and they seem like back then like before like at the end of the xbox 360 and like when when the xbox one was announced like microsoft to me seemed like um like i mean it's a cliche but they seemed like an evil like corporation, evil corporation you know? like, yeah yeah yeah, that that's the image I had of of Microsoft. And when they announced Xbox One with with the uh, what's his name Don Matrick, yeah, uh, he that like cemented that idea. You yeah, know, that they were like this corporation and and they were just after our money and like you know they didn't yeah. care about our customers. But now it's like a whole one eighty. Like Microsoft is like one of the most like they have like the like Phil Spencer and stuff and and they've come to like they've become like such a like down to earth, you know, a company where they they seem like they're one of us, you know, like they're... Patrick. They they still want your money, but they're trying yeah, to. I mean, yeah, they're yeah, trying, yeah. obviously, obviously, they're they're, they're trying they're trying to um, they're trying to compete at the at, make at, it worth it. Like make it, yeah, exactly. Make 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 you know the money that you spend. Like they don't want to make you feel bad about the money you spent. Like for example, yeah, exactly. the Play Anywhere initiative that that. Just recently started with Recore and, and and this Friday with uh, uh, Forza Horizon Forza. Three. Like, okay, I bought these games digitally, um, mm. and I own now both versions of Recore on PC and Xbox One. It's always nice to know that I have that extra copy. You know, on the Xbox mm. One, if my PC gets busted, I can just import my save, and there you go. And it's a first 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 party title. I suppose like AAA and stuff like that, and then. Thinking about their strategy going forward with like the way I was mentioning how they've been overclocking, they have been using brute force to squeeze out some performance. Like imagine Forza Horizon running at 30 frames per second right now at 1080p, which is what it's going to be, which is it's going to be released that way on the Xbox One PC. Of course, everything's unlocked, but imagine if like the Scorpio comes out and it's six times more powerful than an Xbox One and I can launch Forza Horizon, which is at this point a, a year old, and it would run just like the PC version would at 1080p, like 60 frames per second, ultra graphics, whatever, because the machine suddenly can handle that. And because it's the same app that has been exported like through the PC version and through the Xbox One version, you know, using the universal Windows platform that they've been working really hard on, you know, for Windows 10, then essentially, essentially, the Xbox, the, the Scorpio, whatever it end up, ends up being like, is basically what we want from the PlayStation 4 Pro to be like right now, you know? Yeah. And this is why I find Sony's approach pretty weird. Um, like, there are limitations on Microsoft's end as well. Like, for example, Gears of War 4. You can't play competitive multiplayer between PC and Xbox One, but you can do co-op stuff. 
they enable, like recently they mentioned that you can do competitive multiplayer between the PC version and the Xbox One version, but only in private matches and on, um, and on custom games, you know? But ranked, yeah. totally off the table. It's just to keep the advantage of mouse and keyboard away from like pad players because, you know, for obvious reasons. And also yeah. the frame rate. It plays a huge role with games like Twitch reaction-based games. Um, but then again, like it's going to be 60 multiplayer for both PC and Xbox One, so that's not the, the point here. The point is that uh, they are trying to, with some acceptable limitations, you know, bring together two, two machines, you know, two, uh, two communities. And I think like Sony might have like a weird approach to that. I, I, again, I'm not dismissing the PlayStation 4 Pro's approach, but I want to see it work in a way that makes sense. <laughs> like, uh, I feel like, like Sony is out of touch. Like, that's what it feels like. You know what I mean? Like, like um, Microsoft has Phil Spencer, and like we were talking about the other day, like, you know, you see him playing games online, and you see him, like, he, he knows... It seems like he knows what is like what's going on in the market, you know. Like he he plays Nintendo games, he plays PlayStation games. He's an intelligent dude, you know. Um, and Sony doesn't have that. Like he well, they, they, they have, have Shuhei Yoshida, they have like Joe yeah, Corsi. Like, like these guys are like, like what he said in the news the other day about like No Man's Sky and how it's like. Oh yeah, that that, like, that was that was. That was silly. that was that was harsh. Yeah, that was ridiculous. After Sony were the ones that pushed them on the E3 stage and like helped market the game. And it's helped, not like Sony know. marketed the game for free. You know, it's it, both yeah. parties are at the, are at uh, you know. But I mean, but I mean, like it's not like Sony didn't know what they were doing. Exactly, like, exactly. Yeah, Sony right. knew. Sony knew who who they were getting into business with. They knew like they're a small indie team. They knew there was no PR person, like you know, like. You you don't throw a indie developer under the bus just because you know like, and, and like it, I don't know what he was trying to do I I don't know if he was trying to like you know make it seem like he was like like he was catering to that crowd that's you know anti like I don't want, I don't want to say anti no man's guy but like you know that crowd that's con continuously negative I don't know if he was trying to like cater to them or what but like that was such a bizarre statement for him to yeah. make especially because. He seems like such a cool guy. Like, why throw them under the bus? Like, like, come on, you know? Especially, like, okay, they they should keep relations, you know, especially that, like, No Man's Sky has been selling well even on their platform. Like, they should actually yeah. maintain the relationship and not, like, yeah, I, dismiss I mean, them like, that way. Of, like, I, I, like, I was reading on Twitter when, when that statement came up and, like, a few indie developers were, like, taken aback, you know? They're, like... Like, what if we were in that position? Like, what's, like, how would that feel? You know, like, it's at the end of the day, they're not AAA developers. They're they're not, you know, heads of like these huge companies with like three hundred uh, like video game designers underneath them. You know, like it's they're they're a small team, and like, I don't know, it's it's bizarre, like the way he he came out and said that. Yeah, yeah. Um... I think I think I think like they need to they need to prove uh, like this this upgrade is worth like this this half step for for the PlayStation brand is worth uh, investing in. But then again, like I mean, like what what happens what happens if like developers just don't want to do the extra work? You know what I mean? Yeah. Then, then we get 
this is yeah. why this is why I like, think like if if Microsoft does the brute force solution, it'll be yeah. like you know CD Projekt Red just mentioned like I think today this morning they 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 they, they like that made a statement that they're not gonna upgrade The Witcher. Yeah, because like, they're like we're we're working we're working on our more. next game. Yeah, mm. so if if The Witcher, if I can run The Witcher three on a Scorpio that is better spec and it scales up to the performance of what the Scorpio can handle, like if if the game suddenly yeah. gets like another twenty thirty frames extra just because hardware got better, then okay, yeah. what are you or doing? Like, or, or or like think about think about this situation. Like you're a developer and you're developing a game for the PlayStation, and uh, you have like two consoles to think about. The, the PlayStation 4 and the PlayStation 4 Pro. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, should I should I develop, should I do that extra work for the PS4 Pro? And then you look at the statistics and you realize that like, hold on a second, like like only like there's a lot less people who own a PS4 Pro than that that own a PS4. Which right now, like like how many PS4s been sold? Like over 40 million. Over right? 40 million, yeah. Mm-hmm. So would you be willing to, you know, work that extra mile just for a few more, you know, consoles that are out in the market or like work less just so you have more time, you know, to relax? Because, I mean, at the end of the day, like game development is like ugh, like a lot of hard work. So, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, you know, what's yeah. funny? You know, what's funny? Like there's a reason why the the special like the, the special edition PlayStation 4 Final Fantasy 15 themed machine is a slim it's and a not slim. a ps4 pro yeah. you know because like they expect something. they expect that to sell more because of the price yeah. point and that the I mean, ps4 already... pro is made for a really tiny niche market yeah. you know because i mean because there's already a base for the ps4 i mean like there's over 40 million it's it's just not worth it like i i really don't think like i'm 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 very curious to see what the scorpio is going to be because i feel like that's going to be a, a bigger leap than than what sony announced with the ps4 pro yeah i mean mm-hmm. i'm 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 optimistic in yeah. either way it's it's a weird time because it's it's a I mean, really new it's a new frontier for for uh, for console gaming like we're not used yeah. to like half steps you know but it yeah. seems like it's going to be the way going forward yeah, and I mean, like, de- like what definitely is going to happen, and I mean, knock on wood, but I feel like E3 this year is going to be interesting. Like, to see, like, all the, like, just, like, with the NX and with the PS4 Pro and the Scorpio and stuff, it'll be interesting to see what happens. <laughs> you know, the, the Microsoft released a statement, I think, last night. I think it was last night. Basically, they were saying, like, they were they're working really hard on getting launch scorpio games to run at native 4k so by the time that by the time by the time that comes out like Mm. would the ps4 even have any games running natively 4k and yeah you know it's it's gonna be it's gonna be very weird um trying to you know it's gonna be weird seeing sony react to what Microsoft is promising, you know, it's again, it's promises. You're not, you know, and, and it's expectations from from our part. But what the what the Scorpio ends up being and what the PS4 ends up being, like a year from now, could be like totally different. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. November is close. Tenth of November is when you're going to be getting pros in market. Did, and they, did Microsoft say when they're going to be announcing anything about Scorpio? Nope, but um, it's a safe bet to say E3 
it's it's out next it's out like next holiday season not not this not this year next next year's holiday season so yeah um they have to show something by by june i suppose if not earlier like sometimes they like to make like events the i think january they have they have a a microsoft related event they usually have gaming um uh, mentioned and also in the build conference that they have every year in april if i'm not mistaken they mention gaming but it's mostly targeted towards pc so i don't know yeah. probably e3 and, e3 is the safest bet i mean and and then nintendo was supposed to announce the nx in september but it looks like it's being pushed back in october they were not supposed is, to it was just rumored like, was there a rumor yeah, yeah. I mean, it was rumored but now the rumor um, the the new one is like okay it's gonna be in october so which yeah. I hope it's not like the beginning of October because I'm traveling at the end of. <laughs> for some reason, I don't know. For some reason, Patrick. For some reason, there are press invites being sent out to some 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 like press outlets to go yeah. attend an event that is supposed to be taking place within the few like the next few days in Germany. Like the 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 press events were invited. Like they were sent by Nintendo of Europe for Nintendo. Yeah. In in Germany. In Germany. Yeah. So. There are, I mean, there are a bunch of press flying there. there, yeah. There are a bunch of press flying there right now. So, I don't know. Um, Could be yeah, like they're I mean, hands-on for the NX or something. Or prepare their, art yeah, they, prepare I, their articles. Yeah, because I've, I've heard, I've read that usually when, like, Nintendo has... A direct they usually show it early to some select press so the press could uh, prepare yeah but now press art. need to prepare articles for, for, with hands-on experience with something you yeah, know yeah, and yeah. the annex is not yet announced so they have to be like they probably signed a bunch of ndas to like yeah. uh just try the try out the machine for a few days and then write their articles so when the direct comes out everyone publishes um their hands-on experience with the, with the machine you know uh, this is what i'm suspecting yeah. i mean if they plan to announce the nx while i'm on vacation i'm probably just going to drop everything i'm doing and like <laughs> find wi-fi connection leave my wife in the middle of the museum or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah good luck with that man <laughs> anyway so yeah, I'm, let's I'm, let's i'm so hyped yeah it's yeah. it's new hardware lots of new hardware mm -hmm. um anyway so let's round it up yeah. um yeah i think i think it was a cool discussion um yeah. maybe maybe you sounded a little bit negative towards like what the PlayStation Damn Pro so would be. I don't care. I, I but I, yeah. I'm very annoyed that Yeah. But I think I think like okay, there there's a point to why we think that way and it's and of course the whole fact that this is all new to like the console territory, you know? Um mm -hmm. we're not used to half steps, we're only used to slim models, so yeah. Um <laughs> anyways that's that's gonna be it for uh today's episode cool. hope you guys had fun um listening to us and uh please 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 subscribe uh leave a review on itunes or whatever program that you used to listen to the show um uh tell your friends tell the friends of your friends let everyone know tell your family tell your family tell your wives your dogs your or cats, cats. Uh, and uh, for Patrick and for uh, Bishu, I'm your host, Yagoob. And uh, until next time, take care. See you guys. Bye bye. What? <laughs>